everybody, and welcome back to the podcast series uh, co-hosted by Bryant Stone, financial fiduciary to public employees. Brian, welcome back. Hey, Jeff, how are we doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. good. We're um, we're going to get into a subject that uh, we have noticed a lot of the um, responses we're getting in our reach out to public employees across the country is uh, getting more attention. I think maybe it's the pandemic concern um, about where the country's headed, but, and that's basic estate planning. I know that's a, a very exciting subject for some. <laughs> yeah, very, very exciting, right? Yeah, um, but it's important. And I know that you have a very unique process that I wanted to get into with you. And I think uh, the audience, um, will be uh, the beneficiaries of this information, not only for their own uh, benefit, but uh, those of loved ones and family, and a lot of misinformation out there. So um, let's get into it. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, basic estate planning for public employees, something that I think is overlooked for a lot of reasons. So I'll lead in with this, you know, why is it important for uh, public employees to have their, you know, their beneficiaries and will updated before they enter retirement? That's a great question, Jeff. And, um, you know, a lot of public employees uh, overlook this and, and, and the main, it's a couple of things. I mean, the main thing is accuracy, right? You know, you want to make sure that the names are spelled correctly, uh, the dates of births, social security addresses. I can't tell you how many times uh, stuff like that's overlooked. Uh, and, and, you, and you just don't want to create a problem that that can easily be avoided, right? You know, you pass away, um, you know, your, your assets uh, get passed down to your beneficiary. And then there's an issue as far as trying to get those because the name was spelled incorrectly or the yeah. social security number was wrong or the date of births wrong. So, I mean, you know, the, the first thing is really just the accuracy. Um, the second thing that I see, Jeff, a lot too is, uh, you know, people will get started, you know, with their employment or they'll set up a will or, you know, whatever the case may be. And it, and it was done so long ago uh, and there's been so many changes in their life, right? Maybe the beneficiary passed away. Maybe the beneficiary that they had, they don't like anymore, right? Uh, and, you know, and it's time to update it or just things in their life have changed around. So, um, you know, I try to, when I'm working with my clients and advising my clients is, is just making sure that we're reviewing their beneficiaries, uh, having those discussions and, and making sure all that stuff and information is up to date, uh, especially when they retire, because in retirement, those are things that you may not necessarily want to look at as, as much or on a frequent basis as you would when you're working. Why do you think less than just this is our this isn't our professional study, but in the in just our network of public employees, um, we find that less than half of them have their have their basic estate planning done, which means um, their will. And why do you think that is? Why do you think in the public sector that's such a low percentage? I I think Jeff, it's it's fear. Um, you, you know I, you know with the 
public employees, and this even re relates to the private sector as well, is just in general, I, I think people um, are just intimidated by attorneys. Um, you know, the, uh, the I don't know why that is. Uh, I, I think because when most people understand that, you know, attorneys aren't cheap. Uh, so I think it's fear of attorneys. I think it's lack of education. Uh, most people don't even know what a will and or a trust is or a state plan. Um, so, you know, what we try to do in our practice, Jeff, is educate our clients and really just having them understand the importance of why it's important to have a will, why it's important to have a trust. Uh, and, and really the main, you know, if you want to simplify it, reason to have these things set up is so that when you do pass away that all your wishes are directed properly um and, and there's no you know there's no time as far as your beneficiaries getting your assets there's not people fighting over your assets uh there's not unnecessary taxes that have to be paid uh because you didn't set it up properly uh, i think also too jeff is is the cost right i i think a lot of public employees uh, you know, they get caught up as far as, you know, what the cost is going to be, right? Because most attorneys, uh, you know, they're they're not cheap, right? So they're going to charge you upwards of $2,500, you know, $3,000 just to get a basic, you know, estate plan done. So I, I think for a lot of public employees, it you know, it may be more important to them to allocate that money elsewhere. Uh, so they try to put that off and put that, put that off and put that off. So I think the cost uh, is, is another factor in why they don't have it done. Um, and then once again, like I said, the fear and just the lack of education. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. How do, in your firm as a fiduciary, which we're going to have a whole session. This may be our next one. Uh, we're going to have a whole session on why you as a public employee out there should be working with a fiduciary. And Brian is one. Um, how do you help with this facilitate this process? That's a, that's a great question. So, um, how I work, Jeff, is I work as a conduit to the attorney. So, so essentially, like a facilitator, right? Because yep, yep. Um, the the attorney is the one that's going to prepare the estate plan. They're the one that's going to get it legalized for you. Uh, but how I work is almost in a sense of making sure all the dirty work, all the stuff that's going to cost a lot of money, gathering the paperwork, filling in the details. Uh, that's that's really what I do for a group of attorneys. And what that does for the public employee, Jeff, is it helps drive down the cost. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and when I'm working with the clients as well, you know, a lot of clients that we work with is a lot of the times I know a lot about their situations anyways. Uh, you know, just from doing, helping them out with financial planning, whatever the case may be. So it's just an easier, um, it's an easier process that we found out. And that's why we've started implementing a few years ago estate planning in our practice and not just outsourcing it to an attorney that may not have uh, the client's best interest and or may not just know the client as well as I do. So they feel more comfortable contacting us and talking with us. So we've implemented that in our practice over the last couple of years. We've had great success. Uh, we've we're able to drive down the cost, which is huge, uh, because like I said, we're doing a lot of the work uh, for the attorneys. Um, and, you know, we do work with a group of attorneys across the country as well. So that also helps drive down the cost. So let me ask you this. If um, if somebody's out there saying, I don't even know where to start, what 
you know, what, what's the process? So let's say I'm a public employee. I'm like, man, my will's 20 years old. I haven't reviewed my beneficiaries. Um, and what we're saying there is a public employee, your pension has a beneficiary attached to that annuity survivor benefit. Um, you have your unused sick leave that needs to have a beneficiary attached. If you're a, if you're a federal employee, you have a thrift savings plan. If you're state, local, um, law enforcement, public sector, 403B, you may have a 401A, 457, deferred comp. Those have beneficiaries. If you made more than one stop along the way, this is where we see the problem coming is on educators for a lot of times they have moved from university to university and they have a it may have pension plans and uh, old beneficiary arrangements from previous um, universities, agencies. And the first step should be getting all that organized and coordinated. So let me ask you this. What is your process like when, when, when you meet with um, a potential client in the public sector? Uh, what's the first step? The first step in helping them create an estate plan? Yeah. So just in general, somebody comes to you and says, yeah, that's an area that I need help with. What, you know, what's your process? Um, okay. Well, well, the first thing is I'll have them um, basically what we like to call in our business. We'll do like a fact finder, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're finding out basically where all your assets are at uh, anything that, that is a value that you may want to pass down to, to the loved ones and, and you know, and, and figuring out what what amount of those would would need to be you know put up in a potential trust or will, if not all. I mean, it's good to have all of them in there, uh, but that's really where we start from. You know, ground level, finding out where everything's at, uh, and then from that point, it's it's finding out you know what package you may need, whether it's a will, whether it's a trust, figuring out the cost, things of that nature, uh, and, and then really just helping them set up that process, really from filling out the paperwork online, getting them connected to the attorney, all the way through Jeff, helping them if it is a trust, helping them actually fund the trust. Because uh, a lot of attorneys, and I hate to say this just because I've worked with a ton and, and um, you know, and I've seen a, a lot of them work is that they'll get these, you know, whether it's a will or a trust set up for you, but then they don't even help you fund it because it's actually in their best interest for you not to fund it. Uh, because then things get caught up in probate and then they can charge more attorney fees to help you walk you through the probate process. So yeah. um, it's, it's, it's a big cluster. So, I mean, our practice, we've kind of take it on us to be responsible and fight for our clients uh, in a sense and making sure that their estate plan set up, that it's funded properly. Uh, so that way, once again, when, when something, when that day does come, cause we're all aren't going to live forever, right. <laughs> um, that all your wishes and all your, things that you want directed get sent to your beneficiaries uh, without any complications, paperwork, and, and most, like, most likely just the time, because that's that's really the big thing. I mean, I've seen uh, assets get caught up in probate, Jeff, for two, three years for spouses. Yeah. Um, and, you know, then spouses is, is just drowning financially because, uh, you know, all their assets from their spouses is caught up in probate. So those are the things that we try to help our clients avoid. Yeah. So that's not a, that initial consultation, no cost of that with you? Yeah, there's no cost. I mean, um, you know, we're not going to charge someone to help figure out what they need. 
Um, but yeah, there's, there's no cost to that. Okay. And, uh, all right. So if I were you out there, I would, uh, reach out to us and go through this process because, um, I'm telling you that, uh, uh, you won't regret it. And it's just something. And, as you know, we start to go into the fall and you're going to be talking about open season beneficiaries are going to be part of your group benefits. It's a good time to have this conversation with Brian. So if somebody uh, is interested, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Well, they can contact me a couple ways. Uh, and contact me directly at bstone at govresource.com. Uh, they can also contact me on my direct line, which is 919-578-1102. Uh, or they can link me on LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm all over the internet, Bryant Stone. Uh, but yeah, any of those ways they can contact me and then you know we can get in contact as far as setting up an appointment. Okay. Also, um, if you're a federal employee out there, you can uh, request a meeting with Bryant at Fed resource.com fedresource.com state local public sector um, employees go to govresource.com and we'll we'll get you connected also there's some great checklists there that you should be reviewing marking off as you approach retirement and this is one of the most important subjects to cover so uh, great information brian i appreciate your time appreciate you jeff thanks for having me on you got it so everybody look for the next uh, podcast to be downloaded uh, Brian and I are going to get into um, who you should be working with as a financial professional. Everybody has a lot of different uh, terminology and, and titles. We're going to narrow that down on our, our next uh, session. So, all right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we look forward to having our uh, next session. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff.